Yeah. Hey, hey, it's Friday. All good. A couple more people jumping on. That's really good. Thanks for saying how's it, guys. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So many uh, good things uh, ahead of us. And uh, it's another weekend where we can take some time to rest and just to get refreshed and renewed. And uh, so, um, you know, just to just to put things in perspective that you've had this opportunity just to get a bit of relaxation in and get yourselves ready and set that you can actually enjoy the weekend. So, hey, that's one way to look at it. You really are well rested and now you set up for a good weekend, yeah? <laughs> okay. Well, fantastic Friday it is. And, um, you know, as we take time just to center our hearts on what the Lord's doing and, um, and just to get a little bit of perspective together as a family, as a clan, it really is good. And um, just been getting a heap of feedback from the community connect group leaders who are saying that the folks who are jumping on here and getting this, um, this daily post here are, are uh, seeing the Lord bring a kind of like a reset and a realignment in our hearts and um, and that as we are facing so many different things pulling us in different directions in in each day just to have the the opportunity just to to pull back and uh, and just to allow the holy spirit just to bring a perspective into our, our lives and that's a, a really really good thing so so appreciative of you guys jumping in here and um, yeah thanks for thanks for commenting and uh, as we've said a number of times before Folks, if you do have a very specific prayer request, please pop onto our website and there's a, a link there. You can fill out a form and uh, just uh, let us know what your prayer request is. And we have a team who are on standby and they will then contact you and pray with you uh, individually and uh, very specifically uh, for whatever need it is that you might be facing. So I just want to bring that to your attention. And also... If you're not yet part of a community connect group, that uh, this would be a good opportunity for you to actually get folded into the family. And, um, you know, we, we do believe that the pattern from the early church, we see this in the book of Acts chapter 2, that folks would gather together, not just in the main celebration, they would meet in the temple courts, but also they met regularly in homes. And so... Uh, we have our community connect groups and it's a small um, collection of folk within the Breakthrough family who meet together and uh, obviously it's a virtual meeting situation at the moment but it's where you can be connected with people and uh, you can get the, the support that you need in terms of prayer and uh, counseling, talking through things, working through things and, uh, and also uh, our physical and practical support. And so with a care fund, uh, it's a way in which we take care of each other. We look after each other's practical and physical needs as well. And uh, so we administer that for uh, the Breakthrough family through the uh, Connect groups. And so that's a really fantastic added benefit and bonus for, for being part of Connect groups. All right. So uh, what I want to do today on Friday, um, the, the 17th of April here, uh, just want us to take a little bit of a, 
um, a leaf out of Steve Backlin's book. And so I'm referring back to a post that Steve Backlin put up some time ago. And uh, Steve's been a, a friend of the house for, for many years and uh, really are so grateful to him for the way in which he's helped us in terms of laying hold of hope. And, um, you know, he's, he's been given this honorary title as being a hope ambassador. <laughs> and, and I just love that because um, he's advocating for us as the children of God, for us to be in hope and for our hope to be uh, strengthened and increased and uh, just to take it to the next level. And uh, so one of the posts that he was talking about was where we look around at circumstances and, and things don't appear to be moving in the, the direction that we thought they would move. And we can sometimes begin to think that God's actually not moving and that our prayers are not working. And, uh, and particularly in this lockdown period, as we, we've completed 21 days and we're now getting into the, the next uh, additional 14 uh, days that have been, have been given to us, um, that it's possible that we can begin to think that, you know what, uh, all that we're doing is in vain and we're not seeing God come through. And, uh, you know, we, we've been praying and asking him to do things in terms of our finances and our career and our family and our health and all these different things. And it's possible that we can uh, begin to get an incorrect um, perspective about whether God is or he isn't working or moving in a situation. So let me just read this post to you from Steve Backland. All of us have times when we are looking for proof that God is working and we can think he's not working. Or we think that we have done all the right things without seeing the results we expected. We may have prayed, fasted, kept our integrity, taken the high road in situations, raised our children in church, we've tithed, we've faithfully served in the church, and we've been obedient to what God has said, but we are not seeing the fruit we were promised. We tempted to think and even speak out these words, it's not working. I've done the right things, but God is not working. So Steve Backland goes on to say that there were many in the Bible who had situations where it seemed to be not, as that was not working. And he just highlights three quickly. Abram and Sarah, they had a promised child and it had not come despite years of waiting. Joseph's purity seemed to only make things worse as he ended up in jail. And Elijah's radical obedience in defeating the prophets of Baal led into a season where he became suicidal because of the opposition that he faced. So when it does not seem to be working, it is wise for us to ask God what he is really doing in us. You see, delays deepen our character which ultimately causes us to be able to keep the increased blessing that he is bringing. So here are eight things that God might be doing in us when it seems like he's not working. You ready for them? Number one, you are learning to love the promise giver more than the promise. Wow, that's pretty powerful. You see, God 
is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. This is from Hebrews 11 and verse 6. When we are more interested in seeking His face than His hand, we are then positioned for the increase. I just love that. Looking more for God's face than His hand. Secondly, you are being called to think bigger. Many times we're thinking too small. We can be so frustrated when it, with a door that is not opening that we cannot see bigger doors that will open. Wow, I really believe that during this time of lockdown, God is causing us to move away from smaller doors that we might step back and see some bigger doors. And I truly believe that the Lord is going to be opening up significant, influential, powerful doors into a bigger future that we wouldn't have embraced if we'd stayed with those smaller doors. I just love this perspective that Steve Backland is bringing to us. The third thing that God might be doing is that you are embracing a season of living by faith and not by sight. From 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7, For we walk by faith and not by sight. So all of us need to be weaned from getting our beliefs from what we see instead of what we know. And so God is challenging us to step into a higher area of belief, believing Him even though we don't see it yet, but it's by faith we're actually holding on to what God is doing. The fourth thing that God could be doing is that you are seeing God's need and you're committing to it. You see, it wasn't working for a frustrated Hannah. And we see this in the first book of Samuel, chapter 1. Until she connected her need with God's need. God needed a prophet. And Hannah needed a child. And when she connected her need with God's need, the breakthrough came. Wow. You know, God is prophetically arranging things in this nation, in our city, and in our suburbs. And He's positioning us to meet the need that He has. In other words, God's got plans and purposes and prophetic things that He's wanting to see come about in our region. And as, as we align ourselves with what God is wanting to do, our need aligns with God's need and the breakthrough is then released. I just think that's such, such a powerful principle. And so let's be in a place of patience and waiting to see these things come connected. And let's ask the Lord to give us His eyes for what's happening in our region. The fifth thing that God could be doing and working in this time is that we're overcoming a victim mindset. In Exodus 14 and verse 15, God said, Tell my people to move forward. So the children of Israel, they felt helpless because they were trapped at the edge of the Red Sea. And it's as they overcame a victim mindset and they moved forward that the sea parted. So overcomers 
find ways to keep moving forward in life, even when there seems to be major unfulfilled promises in their lives. Folks, God's promises are yes and amen. And even though there's all this uh, obstacle in the way because of the shutdown, it doesn't mean that God's promises will be stopped. No, we are overcomers and we're overcoming a victim mindset. And I think that this is a powerful thing for us to hold on to, that we're embracing a victorious mindset even before we see the victory. We remember from Isaiah 54, O barren woman. In other words, we, we step out with rejoicing, with singing, prophetically giving thanks and praise, even before the situation has turned around. We don't hold on to a victim mindset, but we step out and we become overcomers even before we see the victory coming. Number six, your eyes are being opened to what you already have. So the widow in 2 Kings uh, chapter 4 realized that her solution was something that she already had. She had the oil. And so the oil kept pouring into all of the, the, the jars. And so there's something that we currently have that God will use supernaturally. So in this time, God is going to open up our eyes to see our skills, our training, our expertise, our knowledge, maybe even some um, materials that we have at our disposal, that He's able to use these to bring us into the supernatural deliverance. The seventh thing that we're learning that God is busy doing in the season where it seems like He's not doing something, but that we're learning not to quit. From Galatians 6 and verse 9, it says, We will reap if we do not faint. And I think that this is a really strong and powerful thing that God is busy doing. He's working in our character deep on the inside. We so often are um, accustomed or attuned to getting quick fix solutions. We want an instant answer to the dilemma that we're facing. And so God is using this time to grow us, to develop us, to mature us, so that we might be able to hold on and not give up and not faint and not become weary, but to grow our spiritual muscles, so to speak, that we might trust Him for the answer, even if it is delayed. So we're growing and we're being strengthened in this season. And the last point that Steve Backland has for us is that you're in a season of embracing your worth in Christ. See, we're only able to receive what we think we are worth in areas like favor, finances, and authority. If we are blessed beyond what we think we are worth, we will often self-sabotage our lives back down to the level we think we are worth. As we accept our worth in Christ, 
it will promote more breakthrough than all the Christian formulas we have. <laughs> well, we don't really want to go after formulas so much. But the point is, it's, it's about understanding who you are as a son and a daughter, your worth in Him. And as we align ourselves with the worth that Christ has for us, we won't self-sabotage and we position ourselves to actually receive the increased blessing and the breakthrough that He has for us. So these are, are eight powerful things that Steve Backlin has been, been sharing. So when we think that God is not working or the promises are being delayed, God invites us to ask for His wisdom. This is James chapter 1 and verse 5. And so He will answer us with one of these eight perspectives that we've just looked at or even other perspectives because He's... You know, God can do so many different things. I just re reminded of, of when the prophet said, you know, I'm the only one who's left standing, who hasn't bowed the knee to bow. This is Elijah. And God says, whoa, hang on a minute. I've got 7,000 others who've not bowed the knee to Baal, to the false gods. In other words, God was doing 7,000 times more than what Elijah knew about uh, during that time, that season. In other words, God is way bigger than what we know, what we're aware of. He's doing so many things behind us in, in aiding the situation, in working to bring about a resolution, and often He can do things in hiddenness and so just because you don't know about it doesn't mean that God is not at work and that's the point so once we get the wisdom from God he will answer us according he can speak new and fresh things into our lives and into our hearts and once we've heard from him then we will be able to proclaim with confidence that he is working he is moving, not based on my sight, but based on His Word. And you know what? He is working. Of course, God is working in our hearts and in our lives. So, let's pray for our government. Let's pray for our local authorities. Let's pray for the police. Let's pray for the defense force that are patrolling and enforcing the social distancing. Let's pray for our social workers who are on the front lines. Let's pray for those involved with feeding schemes. And let's pray for our doctors, our nurses, our medical staff who are attending to so many people during this time. And let's pray for the economy. You see, we might be thinking that this is all leading to destruction. But in actual fact, there's a realigning that's taking place. There are old ways that people have been hanging on for so long that have become outmoded and outdated. And this lockdown is giving us an opportunity to hit the refresh button. So just because you were looking for God to move in the same way in the economy that is done in the past, and you can't see that, you think, 
well, it's all falling to pieces. No, I want to assure you, God is prophetically been preparing people to stand up like a Joseph who would be able to step in to a time of crisis, bring about a completely new way of doing things that there might be success and nation building into the future. And so we're praying into the economy that, that the blueprints that the Lord has, the innovations and the inventions that are going to be required for us to catapult ahead of the curve and into the new future that God has for us. Let's be praying these things and let's be opening up our hearts and our minds for what the Lord wants to do in us and through us. Because it's not going to be going back to business as usual. No, the Lord wants to accelerate us. He wants to increase us. He wants to advance us into the new. So our prayers are powerful prayers. We're not going back to the old. We're not going back to those small doors. No, the Lord has got bigger doors for us. Fresh opportunities. Fresh ways of doing things. And He's preparing us for this advancement. So as you take time to pray to Ask Holy Spirit to open your heart, your mind, that you might see things differently and that the new thing that He has for you, you see, it's not just about what He's got for the economy, it's a new thing that He has for you, that you would be positioned to be able to step in and take a hold of what He has for you. So may the Lord bless you this weekend. Um, encourage you to join us again tomorrow, 1 o'clock. And uh, Daryl will be leading us in, in our time together there. And uh, we're looking forward to also our time on Sunday, worship time at uh, 10.30. Some links have been sent to you via email. Um, and uh, children's activities as well for you. And then uh, we'll see you at, at 11 o'clock with, with a message on Sunday morning. So Lord bless you. Have an awesome weekend. Thanks so much for joining us.